And if you learn to do it right and you uh, protect your assets as you're doing this and you have the right power team and have the right information and buy it the right way so you're not risking your own money uh, or even risking somebody else's because it's a good buy. Uh, You're buying it right, so it's really no risk or very little risk. You're minimizing or mitigating your risk uh, up front. Uh, And you know what you're going into with eyes wide open. You're not hoping it's going to make money. You know it's going to make money the day that you close. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, Marco here. I really wanted to share with you our earlier podcasts that we created. Now, our mics were not the best, but the content was really strong, and I know you will learn a lot. We had an absolute blast recording this, and I know you're absolutely going to love it as much as we loved recording it. This extremely content-rich information will not only give you the edge in your real estate investing business, but in everyday life. Enjoy. Welcome back to hopefully a super awesome, super exciting episode on uh, virtual investing. Uh, is it dangerous to invest virtually? Uh, should you invest virtually? Um, is it safe to buy a property that's outside of your uh, area, across the country, um, or even in another country altogether? Um, you know, what are the risks? Uh, what are the rewards? And um, sort of, what are the benefits of um, even going into that direction? Um, whenever I communicate with someone and they ask, you know, what I do for a living and basically say that I buy property all over the country. Like, how how is that even possible? You know, I'm having a problem buying a property across the street. How are you doing? How are you doing this everywhere? Well, um, pretty simply, uh, first of all, the reason I'm in real estate to begin with is to get cash flow. is to, um, have, uh, the, the, the income from the asset or the property, uh, pay my bills. The more properties I have with the bigger cash flows that I get, it allows me to pay my bills. So my tenants pay for my car, my tenants pay for my house, my tenants pay for my kids' college, uh, my tenants pay for everything. And I have a choice. I can either look for properties that are in my immediate area, and I live in Orlando, um, and for me to buy properties in Orlando, I would have to be okay with very low returns um, because the market's going up fairly quickly. Um, it's very difficult to find properties at very uh, aggressive prices. There's a lot of um, people that are buying. And if I was speculating, which is buy a property and hang on to it for a while uh, and then eventually sell it later, maybe I could make some um, wads of cash, but I don't want wads of cash. I want a cash cow. I want a, uh, I want a sheep that I can shear every single month and get the wool on a monthly basis. And I can't do that in this local area. And I realized a long time ago that a check or a money order or a wire transfer from Arkansas or Mississippi is just as good as if it was coming from Orlando or California. Um, As long as it's U.S. dollars and it was done morally, legally, and ethically, I'll take it. Thank you very much. So how can we buy properties that are outside of our area or even most likely outside of most people's comfort zone? How, like, um, you know, I, I came to the U.S. a lot sooner than, than, than both of you because you're actually not quite here yet. You're still in Canada. Uh, and you all have property in the U.S. as well. Mm-hmm. So let's discuss that. Um, you know, is it scary to have a property outside of Toronto or Montreal? 
Um, you know, what, you know <laughs> well, what's, what's the advantage? What's the disadvantage? Uh, let's have that discussion. Well, initially when uh, we started getting involved in U.S. real estate, again, we're from Toronto, my wife and I, and never mind buying outside of your neighborhood, buying outside of your province, you're buying outside of your country, country. Uh, which, yeah, we have similar uh, rules, if you want to call it that, but it's a, it's a foreign country. We're still foreign nationals. And I, I remember going through that. Yeah, it, it's, it's actually... You kind of have to scratch your head a couple of times, bang your head against the wall and say, what the heck? I'm buying a, a property that you haven't seen, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, you haven't touched it. You know, people like to smell it, walk around and, and take a lick it. it it's, 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 it's different. It's definitely out of your comfort zone. It was, definitely, it was out of my comfort zone uh, initially. And I remember after our first one, it's like, man, I had heart pulsations at night and, and sweats because... It's like, my goodness, what, what did we do? We just bought a property. We didn't even look at it. We didn't even go down. Mm-hmm. Because people typically don't buy property that way. I'm, I'm just used to like buying my home property. I mean, my matrimonial home where we went to go look and we felt everything and we touched everything and we smelt everything and uh, we liked it. But uh, just got but, creepy. But. Well, I, I did get creepy, but um, you know what? Yeah, I, I it, it is. I'm not going to lie, man. I, I was scared shit um, on my first one. And then when I realized, it's like, well, it isn't all that bad if you know what you're doing and yeah. actually and, and you it have kind of some... feels weird for me now to go visit a place before buying it so so let's <laughs> talk about why even look at why yeah. why are you even well for me why, yeah. why should we be there like what are we going to contribute to the project again we're not going to live there this mm-hmm. is not if you're finding a home to live in i highly recommend you take a look at it first mm-hmm. but if it's a cash flowing asset or you know why do we need to actually physically take a look at it well i mean it's it's like anything in when I bought my own home, I mean, if my wife went to see it, my wife is going to live there. She's, she, I trust what she sees and what she, what she thinks. Well, it's so her nest. It's right. A, that's right. right. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Well, it's the same thing where we, we discussed on the prior episode about building a power team. I mean, you want to go see it, that's fine. But if you can get someone local that knows the area, understands the neighborhood, and can go see the property for you, take pictures for the, uh, for the, of the property and send them to you and then provide you with a report of what they think based on their experience, which even if I went there, I probably wouldn't be able to come up with uh, a report just because I don't have that experience. So for me, it's, it's, it's actually almost safer to have them do it than myself go there. You provide no value. Not zero. I provide no value. If I go there, like, I'll be looking around. Oh, it's oh, nice. It's nice. nice roof. Okay. But we won't see any problems. I don't know no. what submarine paint looks like. If you've heard the episode of where, you know, uh, I don't know. I was fooled by submarine, submarine I paint. I thought it was just great. No, it's like a special kind oh, of paint. Yeah. And you can hide a lot of problems with that. Um, rust and, 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 um, and, and metal and a lot of other things. So I would rather have a professional, in fact, not just one, but three professionals go take a look. Uh, three property management companies take a look. Uh, they know the area. They know the location. They know if it's a ghetto area, if it's a dangerous area, if it's a safe area. Um, you know, what's happening in the area? Is it an up-and-coming area? Is it a declining area? I would never know those things um, being a non-local. In fact, I don't even know what's going on in Orlando because I'm so busy doing what I'm doing. I don't know this area that well. I'm not going around in my car driving for dollars like I know a lot of people do, right? Yeah. They, they think real estate is hopping in your car and looking for vacant properties and, you know, spending hours and hours in gas, being a bird uh, dog. you know, being a bird dog trying to find properties. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to find low-hanging fruit. Um, I can find that on the internet all over the country. Uh, talk to someone on the phone, tie up the property 
using uh, PDFs and electronic signatures, um, tie it up, have someone take a look at it, and then build a power team around that yeah. um, and get the right management team in place. And I'm not going to manage, manage it anyway, even if I bought a property that was across the street. If there was you know, a 100-unit apartment building across the street and I happened to buy it, they would never know that I own it, ever. I don't want to. I don't want anyone to know what I own, and least of all the tenants, because they'll be at Not my house knocking on the door. Hey, fix this, Mark. Who fix mm -hmm. this, Mark? I'm like that owner's an asshole. Never expect yeah. anything from him. I put this, Brian to, to the owner in all my properties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's the management. It's, I'm, I'm just all kidding aside, because obviously my management company would <clears> never <throat> let things slide. Because if if they don't do a good job, then the tenants disappear and the property goes down in value. We don't want that. We want the property to go up in value. But ultimately, the management company is going to take care of the Jerry Springer tenants and anything that needs to be handled or evictions or paying the bills and all that, all the shit that they have to do. That's their job. That's why I pay them. And the second they stop doing what they're supposed to do, that's the day that I no longer pay them. That's the day we part ways. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. Yeah. Do what you're supposed to do or we're done. Yeah, That's it. It's, that's, it's that simple. So what do I really need to do in a property, if it's across the street, across the you know, across the state, or across the nation, uh, same thing. Same thing. Nothing. My job is to communicate with a management company and make sure that we're on track. That's it. That is my job, and I can do that whether the property is here or anywhere. And I could be in Hong Kong. Mm. Same thing. I could be in Singapore. Same thing. I could be in London. Same thing. Australia. Australia. Same thing. I said that. My wife says, <clears throat> stick to what you know, uh, because even if you do try to manage even if it's across the street mm -hmm. from you you're doing yourself no justice and your lenders no justice and you're putting a lot of people at risk if that's not your profession and people trying to do everything thinking thinking and 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 again you know people think this way just because this is what they they, they know thinking that they're going to save money but in, in in fact what they do if they try to do it themselves they're actually losing money a lot of money and they're losing not only money money but they're losing opportunity to go find other properties at the same time because you're stuck in one property i know uh, someone <coughs> that has probably 100 <coughs> units uh, in tampa and he cuts the grass in the properties because he wants to save money on i know a maintenance person i'm like and it's like 100 degrees outside you know tampa's hot Cutting the grass. I'm like, what are you doing? So what are, they, like, saving? Want, what are they saving in the day? He's, well, he's saving... Bucks, 200 bucks? So is that what you're worth? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because it doesn't make any sense. And right, it's like, I'm well, cut him and he's, he's managing. He's cutting the grass. He's you know doing the fix-ups. Mm -hmm. On 100 units, that's all he does for a living. He's like, I don't have time. And he's always complaining that he doesn't have any time. But fuck, you, you're, you've created your own prison. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. he wants to say, I'm making so much more money, but you're not enjoying your life. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, again, to save to save, what five thousand dollars a month? Maybe he could have bought an extra hundred units with that time, and then had a. But is it saving five thousand dollars a month? It's not because it's his equipment, his time, his gas. Things go uh, if if the, if the machine breaks down, you're spending more his money, life. and your your time, which you can be looking like your opportunity cost. Yeah. You can't be looking for other properties. You're stuck cutting grass and weed whacking. Forget it. Forget about it. No way. Forget well, not only that, it. but you go buy another property that is also ma managed and make another $50,000 a month. So essentially know? what we're saying is that if you have the right systems in place, because it's all about systems, you, you can pretty much do anything in terms of buying a property, whether it's across the street, because using the same system, you can buy the property across the street or buying a, pro a property that's, you know, uh, a thousand miles away. It's, it's, it's all the same. 
And the beauty is that you can do it from the comfort of your own home, in front of your computer, in front of your phone, or you can be on vacation dealing with properties in terms of the purchasing process. Uh, you can do that from pretty much anywhere in the world. Now that we have the internet, we have you know the the, the, the good cell phone plans. Uh, although you guys have it better here than, than now, we have listen, I think uh, when I first started, I think I phoned you. I was at Disney, uh, yeah. at Disney World, at Adam, uh, not Adam, at Magic uh, Kingdom, where I was closing on one of my single family homes. Yeah. Uh, right from Disney. That's where I negotiated. And they said that I was talking to the title company. And again, I haven't seen the property. I haven't even seen some of my tenants. Um, nor should you. And nor should I. But if I do make a visit, whatever, for whatever reason, because I do have some in Florida and I come here for vacationing. But if I do, I'm not the for only. Business reasons. For business reasons. It's, it's got to be for it's, business It's a business reason. trip. It is a business it's not trip. A Which makes it if I officially drive by or come close to one of my properties, it's business. Uh, but... Uh, you know what? Sometimes I, I, I do take a drive-by, but I don't disclose that I'm the owner. That's the worst thing no, you can do. Never do that. Um, the, the manager's there. Sometimes, you know, I'll just talk with the manager. But uh, even the managers don't know that I'm the owner. It's just I work for the owners. That's right. Because uh, as soon as they know you're the owners, then uh, there's, there's there's problems that you, you, you Or they don't, don't tell you things. Well, that, that's the thing too. Is that trust factor where yeah. you want to use you want to use the owner as the bad person. Oh, that, like, that owner is that like oh, man, the guy who smokes cigars and you don't see smells any like smells cheese. And he always swears. Get out of here! But uh, buying virtually, it it sounds outrageous, but it actually, it <clears throat> if you think about it, and you have your power team in place, yeah. Do you really need to go and look at it? That's the whole point. At least yeah. of our business model is that we want to enjoy. <clears throat> Our lives we want to enjoy our time doing things that we love and we use real estate and the cash flow that comes from it as the vehicle to get that done so no we don't want to be visiting properties we don't want to be inspecting properties we don't be certainly not want to manage or repair properties but we want to keep acquiring properties absolutely and if you can find a property that's let's say in georgia and it's just outside of atlanta uh and it makes one hundred and fifty thousand dollars net a year um, you know, gross is around 300, it nets about 150. Uh, that property in New York would, I'd have to pay like $5 million for. Mm-hmm. Uh, that property in Los Angeles, I'd probably have to pay $5 million for. That property in Orlando, I'd most likely have to pay $4 million mm-hmm. for. Yeah. That property in Miami, same thing, uh, maybe five or six million. Um, but if I buy that property in, you know, where it is now, I can buy it for a million. Yep. So would I rather buy it for a million using none of my own money or buy it in New York, have to put 20% down and, you know, make almost nothing. But it's in New York and you can show your, you know, your folks and, you know, your ego is happy because you got this, you know, this property that's making $300,000 a year. But you're actually not netting a whole lot. You have a whole lot of cash tied up in the property or you pay for it cash and you're making a very small return, you know, a 3% return, Um return, 5% return. I would rather make a much larger return, borrow money, uh, and make the spread and have tons of equity. So when I refinance, I can pull money out tax-free because borrowed money is tax-deferred. It's not really tax-free, it's tax-deferred. But then I'll keep 1031 exchanging it. And again, I'm going into big tax terms and we're going to have an episode on that if we haven't already. But uh, there are all sorts of tax advantages to owning uh, property. And I was told a long time ago, um, invest where it doesn't make sense sorry, invest where it makes sense so you can live where it doesn't make sense. Mm. So if you want to live in a high rise of New York, uh, overlooking, it's a $25 million property and you know, you're know you really set, you, you probably made your money somewhere else. Um, 
you know, somewhere in the world, um, you know, if you're buying stock, that that are you only buying local companies? Like, I I'm not going to invest in Apple because they don't they're not they don't have a base in Orlando. Amazon, uh, you know, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, any um, any um, any company, if you're buying stock, that's you know, that's virtual investing as well. It is. It's exactly it's exactly the same thing. Except in this one, you can actually go see the. You can actually you own it, all of it, uh, instead of yeah. owning you know a small piece, and you control how much you paid for it, and you make all the money. It's fabulous. You get to choose management instead of actually you, living with whatever management you know the stock company put into place. Like a, you have better tax advantages than stock. The stock market. I don't like. I, I don't like things that I can't control. Yeah. And the stock market is just a, it, it's to me anyways. And and I played in the stock market. And I lost a lot of money um, uh, because it, it's it's a big casino. Mm-hmm. It's it's speculative. It's uh, geopolitical news. You know, if anything happens, uh, you know the shits goes down and yeah. for no particular reason, and you just lost like a trillion dollar gets wiped out just like that it's because of geopolitical news or something happened or there's a um, whatever any anything that triggers it. Um, you can lose it. I don't like not controlling things, and I got out of the stock really? market. We didn't month. know that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but at the same token, control, Frank. I just that <laughs> I won't do. But on the same token, though, you know, we don't control the the, the real estate market either. And could, will the market go down? Yes, but the tenants are still going to pay rent. So you know, if we have a lot of, I like the um, affordable housing. You know, I like things that are affordable, like C class. Uh, you know, blue collar, white collar. Uh, nothing that's you know super expensive. Uh, you know, a, a property on Park Avenue in New York uh, that rents for twenty thousand dollars a month um, is going to be a different kind of buy, uh, renter th- that is going to be much more affected on the economic basis. If they lose their company, they're not able to do that anymore. But someone that makes four hundred bucks a month, if they're on welfare or they're on on food stamps or uh, or they're, they're they have a job, a part time job or blue collar, they can always afford four hundred, five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred dollars a month. And as people um, you know lose their jobs, as the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer, and as the the spread between those two increases, affordable housing will always be affordable housing, and um, the rent is always going to get paid. And if they don't, someone else will. There's a huge segment of that population that needs affordable housing. So there's always going to be tenants. There's always going to be renters. Will the value of my property change? Will my equity position change? Sure. But I don't care because it's the cash flow that I want, not necessarily the value of the asset. I'm not going to sell it. I'm not going to sell the the, the, the sheep that's taking care of, of my family. Um, you know, we're shearing that sheep every single month and it's continuously, um, you know, creating more sheep that we can shear and next thing you know we have a whole lot of sheep that are taking care of our assets it sounds like a farm it's like it is a farm it's it's a cash cow farm it's it's a cash cow cash sheep farm farm. but uh going back to yeah you know just working out of the comfort of your own home um no employees you know i I, I love it it's a come down you could be in Shorts and whatever you want, and a tank travel. Top and you could be in your. your you, you can know, travel. Uh, like a, yeah. As long as I have internet connection, you're on cruises all the time. All you know, time. with with your family, and you know, he likes to cruise. And uh, go ahead and cruise. You can. You don't have to be there every day, nine to five. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. It's a fabulous business. Yeah. And if you learn to do it right, and you uh, protect your assets as you're doing this, and you have the right power team, and have the right information, and buy it the right way, so you're not risking your own money. Uh, or even risking somebody else's because it's a good buy. Uh, you're buying it right, so it's really no risk or very little risk. You're minimizing or mitigating your risk uh, up front. 
uh, and you know what you're going into with eyes wide open. You're not hoping it's going to make money. You know it's going to make money the day that you close. And that's what we, that's our passion. That's why we are, um, are even here. That's right. We want to help as many people as possible enjoy the fruits of uh, cash flowing real estate. You don't need a lot of money. You don't need any credit. And it doesn't matter what you look like or what you smell like um, or what your background is. As long as you apply yourself, you can buy a property from anywhere and just have a much, much better life with better choices. And I really hope to see your results very soon. Thank you, gentlemen, for... Um, I think this was a pretty good episode. Sure. And uh, if you liked it, let me know. Marco at MarcoKozlowski.com. Send me an email, and I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to GetDealsByTuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode.